Welcome to our latest Grazia Beauty Life Lessons Wedding Beauty Special. I'm Jolie Walker, Grazia's Beauty Director, and this is episode six in a series of brilliant chats and expert tips, tricks, and advice all about how to look and feel your best for your wedding day. Or, in the case of today's guest, wedding days plural. Hi, I'm Deepa Kosla, and I am a social media influencer um, and also an entrepreneur. Social media sensation Deepa Kosla is founder of IndieWell Cosmetics brand and Pose for Change Foundation. Her wedding in her native India was a four-day extravaganza. The first three days were more sort of Indian wedding festivities, and then the last day was the kind of European wedding, so with the white dress and all that. Coming up, Deepa says the work of getting your skin looking healthy and glowing for your wedding day starts months ahead of time with eating right and taking care of yourself. It taught me so much about how to do it and how you can truly transform your skin and body in a few months to look your perfect self during your wedding days. And then I drank for too many days and it all went to crap after. (laughs) (laughs) And later, there's a great wedding tip that I don't think I've heard before. Deepa says, have one person in your wedding party whose job is to keep you as a bride staying happy and positive. Find yourself someone in your crew, just a genuinely happy person and keep them close during the wedding. So I remember for me, it was my sister-in-law. She had this trick where every time she would see me a bit stressed, she'd do this, like put a hat on her head. And she's like, every time I do this for the next four days, that means put on the positivity hat. As ever, this is a great chat packed with brilliant wedding day tips and advice. Here is Deepa Kosler. Hello and welcome Deepa, how are you today? I am so good, so good to hear from you today. Glad to hear that you're good and thank you so, so much for joining us. I'm very, very excited to chat to you today and find out all of your uh, best bridal beauty advice. You no doubt have absolutely tons. But before we jump in with that, I just wanted to talk about your celebrations in general, which looked absolutely incredible. Like, when were they? What did you do? Like, what did you wear? I want to hear everything. Of course, I think... uh... It's been a while because our wedding was in 2018, so we're about to celebrate our three-year anniversary soon. But no, it was one of the most yeah incredible days of my life. So, and I mentioned days because unlike you know a wedding in the UK or in Europe, Indian weddings usually take up to a week. Um, so our wedding was four days long, and we had all our friends kind of fly in from all over the world to India. And yeah, it was absolutely incredible. We had the first three days were more sort of Indian wedding festivities. And then the last day was the kind of European wedding. So with the white dress and all that. Would you like me to go into each of the each of the festivities a little bit? Yeah, I want to hear more. Four days sounds absolutely incredible. Okay, uh, so the first day was kind of the day of everyone arriving and we have the ceremony called the Mehendi, which is where you kind of decorate your hand with henna um, and you have these beautiful intricate designs on it. And then after that, we had the first evening event, which was a Sangeet, which basically means... Um, dancing and singing uh, and so it's the evening of kind of the first time the grooms people and the brides people meet each other and it's a bit of a dance off between the two families and in typical Indian style there's you know a lot of music a lot of dancing a lot of drinking it's just one big party the first night and so we had that that was really fun and then the next day 
We woke up early and then we had this thing called haldi, which is where they put turmeric powder all over your body in like a paste form. I don't know if you've seen those photos of people covered in yellow yes, yeah. kind of paste. And so they do that. And that's a, quite a beautiful ritual because it's all about like cleansing yourself before the wedding. Um, and then we had the festival of the Chuda, which is where my family kind of put bangles on me to get me prepared to becoming a woman and getting married. And it's quite an emotional uh, festivity because it's about, you know, your brothers, your sisters, your uncles, your aunts, all putting these bangles on you as they tell you memories of your past. Um, it's really special. And and then is for the boy, for the for the groom, there's the Bharat, which is when he comes in on the horse or an elephant. Um, and that's like his moment to shine, to be like, I'm coming to claim my bride. Very old school, <laughs> definitely. But he comes in on his horse then, and then the actual wedding procession starts. Um, and then at the end, it's like a dinner. And then finally, we had the European day, um, which started off with in the afternoon, the walking down the aisle, you know, the usual. And then in the evening, we had the reception and the dinner. It was, yeah, four very full, beautiful days. And by the end of it, the fourth day, you know, because everyone became one big family because we all kind of lived in the same hotel and we were all together the whole time. It was super emotional the last evening because when my mom was giving me the speech, it felt like everyone knew her and she kind of became like the universal mom in a way. And then when my sister would talk to me, she became like everyone's sister. And it was really cute. Like I think the last night uh, we all bonded as like one big family and that was really beautiful. That sounds so emotional, but also just so much fun. Yeah, like, it truly was. It was like a school mix. trip. It was like the school trip where, you know, your school takes you somewhere with your best of friends and you're in this hotel together to go wild for four days. At the same time, it's like this beautiful wedding happening next to it where you all get to bond and cry and laugh together. It was really nice. Yeah. It absolutely sounds it. And how about your bridal beauty style in general? Like, did you go all in with the treatments and the trials? What was your kind of, your beauty vibe? I think for me, when it comes to makeup, I'm very much a less is more kind of girl. Um, so it was quite minimalistic because that's more my style. We did change up the lip here and there to make it bolder or softer. But for the eyes and stuff, we kind of kept it quite the same. And when it comes uh, to skincare, though, that was a long process to the wedding. Like, I really, I think, started my love for skincare when that happened because I really wanted it to be in the best state and started on these incredible facials and, you know, ingredients that really worked out well for me. I really, like, went in-depth to learn about skincare, self-care, and the whole holistic way of taking care of your body with supplements and eating right. Um, and I think that knowledge has still taken me through the years because it taught me so much about how to do it and how you can truly transform your skin and body in a few months to look your perfect self during your wedding days um and then i drank for too many days and it all went to crap after <laughs> it's gotta but, be done uh, gotta be done exactly exactly well let's start then on to your advice and let's start with skincare then so what yes is your best piece of bridal skincare advice um, start early enough because I think what happens with skincare is people think it's a um, one night wonder, but it's not. Skincare is something that really needs to become part of your lifestyle the same way that fitness is or the same way that taking care of your health is. So I think if you want to see 
results or changes, especially with things like retinol or things like, you know, vitamin C, you really need to give your time, your skin time to adjust to it. Because in the beginning, you might either like, you know, screw up your skin barrier a little bit, or you might break out a little bit, but you really need to let it acclimatize to the routine. So that's one tip would be start early. And the second tip would be truly educate yourself. Like don't just buy skincare products because they have fancy packaging or because they look pretty like I think skincare should really be about knowing what your skin needs and you know giving that to your skin instead of just because something looks pretty and um, I think especially during corona people have really understood that well that you need to know what you're putting on your skin and that's why brands that are you know backed by experts or backed by dermatologists really go way further than just um, something with a lot of perfume in it and just smells good but does not do much for your skin. So I think that would be the second tip is educate yourself on your skincare and truly know what your concerns are, what your kind of skin type is and what you need for that. And then thirdly, um, I am a firm believer of skincare is all great, but once in a while you do need to go to that esthetician or you know go get that facial, that kind of gets one layer deeper than what skincare can. Uh, like, for example, I do microneedling quite often, which is just really great for the collagen boost or, you know, get like a very deep chemical peel that's also quite good for you once in a while. But again, before you do all that, really go to experts and educate yourself on that. Um, and then last tip would be skin is you know the biggest organ of your body so it shows the most of when something is going wrong with your gut and your liver and your internal health so make sure you eat the right supplements like whether it's probiotics or um, you know keep your gut healthy or a lot of good green vegetables to give you the vitamins you require um but yeah so keeping your gut healthy will show on your skin as well so that's something that i really changed that i saw a drastic difference in for sure. So many amazing pieces of advice. So many. And it's kind of just like getting to know your own skin. Okay. And now let's go on to hair. What Mm -hmm. is your best piece of bridal hair advice? I think with hair, it's kind of similar to skin in the sense that the scalp of your hair is skin in a way so hair in itself is dead so that part I I I can talk about separately but just purely your scalp health so to make sure come wedding day you have those luscious you know locks and you don't need to put in any extensions and stuff like that you just want to be in your own natural hair um again start a bit early and do things like scalp massages every evening that's something I always do and use products that are especially especially in Ayurveda in India we have so many like hair oils that are great to once a week you know do a kind of a head massage with and really get the blood flowing on your scalp um, and uh, that increases your hair density and makes your hair just look fuller and great and then when it comes for the actual hair elements try not to use too much heat uh, running up to your wedding because during the wedding days you're going to be doing so much to it try to give it a break And when it comes to the perfect color of your hair for your wedding, do it as close to possible to your wedding day. Because if, say, you have a biolage and you wash it out too often, maybe during your wedding day, it's not going to have that perfect color you want anymore because, you know, it's faded out or there's too much red in it or too much orange in it. So that would be another tip is to, yeah, make sure you 
you do your hair color as close to the wedding as possible, but stop using heat and try to maintain it uh, for the same time you start your skincare, I'd say. And also great that you're saying like, give yourself a little bit of a break before the wedding. That's something I tried to do as well, just so you kind of, it feels like in great condition on the weekend. Exactly. And we will be right back after this. Okay, welcome back. And we're going to do the third piece of advice. And we're going to talk about makeup, which you've touched on a little bit already. And kind of going for your signature style and you're saying kind of switching it up with the lips. What is your best piece of bridal makeup advice? Um, Stay true to yourself. Like you don't suddenly on your wedding have to look like a different person. Uh, I think that's the most important thing. Like sometimes I see, especially brides from my culture, that on their wedding day, they look like a whole different person because they've got 17 lashes and, you know, like intense makeup, which I think is always beautiful. But try to look like yourself, but perhaps a more glowy and like happier version of yourself. Um, For me, that's the best because, you know, your husband's going to see you on your wedding day. He wants to see his his wife and not someone who looks completely different. And so for me, that's why I kept the makeup quite minimal, but still it made me look like the best version of myself. Um, And it kind of fit the outfits and stuff like that. Um, And for me, a real good makeup look is good brows. Like if you can get your brows down, I think it frames your face so beautifully for photographs and, you know, for everything that uh, I would say my my kind of pet peeve are bad brows. I'm like, get your brows down and then that makes the photo really work well. I love that. I'm all about brow. <laughs> get your brows down. And did you do anything kind of pre-prep to your brows or like prior to the wedding or treatments? Yes, I did a brow lamination, which is kind of this... Um, I don't know, I guess it's like a straightener for your brows that just like lifts them all up and kind of keeps them up for about a month. Uh, and then you have to do it again. Um, so I do that quite often. Um, and so I think that that's the one thing I did before the wedding is do the brow lamination. So even when you fill them in, they take like half the time because you can just do it real quick because they're already quite shaped and quite ready. And then you just fill it in here and there and then you're ready to go. And then yeah. you've got your brows down. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And let's talk about your fourth piece of advice then. And let's talk about body care. Again, you know, we spend so much time on our face and our hair that sometimes we forget that, say, you're in a destination wedding. A lot of the times you're going to be in bikinis or clothes that actually show your body. So to make sure you do the same kind of routine on the skin of your body. What I also like doing sometimes is using a kind of a tanning cream or something. So it just unifies everything. I don't necessarily need to cover it up with concealers. But if you just, you know, keep a skincare routine for your body for the months leading up to it, and then the days before kind of just put a unified tinted cream all over it, I think you're good to go. And what tanner did you use for that kind of, you know, uniform glow you're talking about? I think it was the Saint-Tropez one. I'm quite fond of that one. And then also Tan Lux have really good ones for the body and face. Uh, so I think those are my go-to right now. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and let's go on to your fifth piece of advice and let's talk about self-care, which you've touched on a little bit throughout already. But what is your best piece of self-care advice? I think the wedding days and leading up to the wedding, you're going to have a you know, constant roller coaster of emotions. You're going to be excited, yet nervous, yet stressed, and you have that pressure to make everything perfect. So, like, firstly, just accept that that's going to happen um, and kind of, 
you know, don't be thrown around like a pendulum through the emotions. Kind of just know that this is such a big moment in your life that you're going to face all of these things uh, and just kind of be present with it. And then I think secondly, a tip would be meditation. It sounds so simple, but it really grounds me. And in the world of, you know, everything being so fast, 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 fast and social media and la la la, we have to go from here to there. It's a moment in the day that really just grounds you and slows you down for a second um, and puts things into perspective a little bit as well that, okay, take it easy, you know, everything's going to work out the way it does. Um, and a third tip would actually be find yourself someone in your friends or family, so someone within your crew that's very positive and like just a genuinely happy person and keep them close during the wedding. So I remember for me, it was my sister-in-law. She had this trick where every time she would see me a bit stressed, she'd do this, like put a hat on her head. And I'd be like, what does that mean when she first did it? And she's like, every time I do this for the next four days, that means put on the positivity hat. And like, you know, that's kind of like your way to snap back into like, no, 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 this is my wedding. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. Like a moment to be positive again. And so for the next four days, every time I'd see her, she'd be like, positivity hat. And and I think that really helps. So like keep that one person who is a happy person and who is quite like, you know, easygoing and relaxed in life nearby to you to remind you that you are kind of the mood maester of this wedding. You need to make sure my mood is good no matter what happens. Uh, and they will take that job very seriously because it'll be an honor for them to be like, yes, I'm going to make you happy for the next four days. Uh, and everyone understands the pressures brides have, especially. So that that really worked well for me. So that could be a good tip. That's an absolutely brilliant tip. And one that I haven't heard yeah. is having that one. No, but it's so true. And it, you know, think it can get overwhelming to have that kind of constant thread of positivity, I think, is a brilliant idea. Exactly. And you spoke about meditation. Is that something that you incorporate into your kind of day-to-day? Yes, yes. I think I truly notice the days uh, I go by without it, that they're just not as wholesome days, you know, and the ones that have it in, it just starts off in the right tone and the kind of right way. And and to me, it does so many things. It slows you down. It, it puts the stresses into perspective and kind of reminds you, like, in five years, will this stuff matter? No, like, take it easy. It gives you a moment to yourself. Um, and just purely for, like, focus and brain power as well, it's, you know, it's just, I just notice a difference. Because I'm Indian, we learn it from, like, childhood. It's, like, part of Ayurveda and part of our entire philosophy of life. So I've been doing yoga and meditation since a child. And so for me, I truly notice when doing it and when not doing it. Uh, so I would highly recommend it. Yeah. And you said then about kind of setting up for the day. So is it something you like to do in the morning? Yes. To kind of set your intentions for the day ahead? Correct. It's always in the morning and the earlier, the better. There is something quite magical about early mornings. It's you know, when the birds are chirping and you're kind of up before everybody else, there's something very like mystical about the mornings and then kind of doing it then and then getting into the rush of like, okay, now I got to do this and that, da la la la. It just gives you a nice kind of breakfast for your brain to start off the day. Oh, breakfast food. I feel like you need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meditation, breakfast yeah. for your brain. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And thank you for sharing those five of pieces course. of advice, but so many more as well. I feel like I, I took a lot from that. So thank you. You're so welcome. But we finish each episode with uh, a little aside. So this doesn't have to be bridal, just your biggest beauty blunder. So a lighthearted note to finish on. 
Talk to me about yours. Mm, okay, there's one that I cannot believe I did, but I was a little bit of an experimental phase, like we all have during our teenage years. And I thought it'd be very cool to shave uh, half my eyebrow off because I don't know, where did I even see this? Was it a movie or was it like Avril Lavigne in her punk days? Something like that. But I just thought it would be so cool to like kind of have these two lines and like shave it off on your eyebrow. Um, and of course, I shaved off half of my eyebrow completely and it was so embarrassing because I was I think like 15 16 so like prime years when you need to impress guys and kind of you know uh, you're extremely insecure in any way and then I went and did that and it was so bad and I think back then also were the days you know when the super skinny eyebrows were in so it was already like my eyebrows were super skinny and then I shaved half of them off like it just looked so bad so I think it took me a few months to like try to grow them back and like draw them in and and then uh, yeah now I look back and laugh at it but in the moment it was like the worst thing I could have ever done it was like my life was ending um but of course did you do it with a razor did you just go straight in yeah with a shaving knife (laughs) I just like kind of tried to get the marks but it like in one go just took everything away and I was like oh my god exactly oh well they grew back amazing they did incredible eyebrows thank you thank you (laughs) we've all had an eyebrow blender i feel Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. the most common of the blenders exactly and that's why i think eyebrows are such an important part for me in beauty because maybe because of the ptsd and the trauma that i had with it that it's like no everything else can go crap you got to make the eyebrows perfect (laughs) (laughs) yeah for the eyebrows well what a brilliant note to finish on you're so welcome that was great thank you so much uh for sharing about your wedding and all of your tips it was fabulous and thank you to everyone for listening thank you sweetie what a gold mine of brilliant tips and advice huge thanks to Deepa Kostler for taking the time to chat wedding beauty with us on the podcast That was the last of our six wedding beauty specials, at least for the time being. And next week, we are back with regular beauty tips and stories. So I hope to see you then. 